This is Barbie Jo, and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We'll discuss tricks of the trade and systems to improve family life and managing a household. Hello, everyone. Barbie Jo here, and welcome to another episode of Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Today, we are talking to John. He is an entrepreneur and a founder of Conversation, with a successful track record of 40 years in technology and product development. Conversation is built around the idea of how children growing up in this day and age are alarmingly consumed by technology at a detriment to their social upbringing. Enter Conversation a series of self-guided workshops for families between the ages of 9 to 14, where a child and a parent exchange thoughts, ideas, and feelings that build and strengthen their relationship in the digital age. He was inspired to create this platform by his two kids and the desire to give them a tangible childhood and have thoughtful and meaningful exchanges with them. So welcome to the show, John. I think this is such a great topic. Thank you, Barry Joe, and um, for having me on your show today to talk about this very important topic and our product, Conversation. I'm the founder, and as your um, explanation of me, I've been in technology for over 40 years. I'm a father, got two wonderful children, uh, a wonderful wife. But over a period of time, I started noticing that we were spending more and more of our free time on electronics. Uh, to the detriment of things that we used to enjoy and do. We stopped doing a lot of those things. And um, we were spending less time with each other. Even though we may have been in the same room, we weren't together. You know, we were on tech a lot. And it wasn't just social media. It wasn't, you know, endless YouTube videos or gaming and things like that. It was was binge-watching Netflix TV series. I'm a news junkie, and I would be on find myself just going through more and more and more news. And I started talking to, to parents. So many parents had the same feelings and concerns that they weren't spending the time with their families. Their kids were becoming distant. They didn't know what their kids were doing. And um, so that started this path on, you know, maybe there's some solutions out there. And so we started looking for them, but we didn't find any. You know, read lots of books, read articles, uh, implemented some hardware strategies that they would talk about, software strategies, but you know, nothing, nothing seemed to 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 work with the family. So um, I started doing research and spent a lot of time developing different types of ideas and strategies working with families until ultimately, you know, four years down the road, we came up with, with Conversation. So I know we had sent you a copy of Conversation, which is a hard copy, you know? Yes. Yes. And um, I'd love to, to hear who in your family you went through it with and, and some of the reactions. Yeah. So we got this really great guided conversations workbook in the mail. And it was so neat to sit down. And I mean, this thing is illustrated to the nines. I mean, the pictures in here are so great. It's got 
scannable codes that lead to videos. And those videos were so impactful. And not just for me as mom, but for the kids too. Like it was engaging, it kept their attention, and it really affected them. So Mm -hmm. I loved it. It brought awareness to our usage of tech. It helped guide us through certain conversations. What I loved was you have this this quiz, a scorecard at the beginning where your child scores you on your usage of technology and you score your child. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to pass this with flying colors because I'm never on my phone. I really make a conscious effort to put down my phone when my child is talking to me or asking me questions. But I was scored so low. So in their eyes, I wasn't putting down the phone enough. I'm not as engaged as they would like me to be or need me to be. And that right there was so eye-opening. That's fantastic. You know, that that scorecard is the very, very first thing that you do with this program. And we have it there for a reason. One of the things that we found is by having your kids score you and you score your child, you're, you're now on the same playing field. You're both equal. And it really is the conversation starter. You know, so you are now equal. And for the first time in your child's life, they're on equal footing with you with something. And this never happened before for them. So it changes the dynamic and it allows them oftentimes to speak freely and what they thought. And and it's interesting that they you you got scored lower than you thought. Now when you scored them, what did they think? There was no argument. When I scored them, they were, you know, like, oh okay. You know, they admitted it that yeah, I do like to plan my phone. Yeah, I do like to play on the laptop or whatever. So it wasn't as shocking as my score. (laughs) Yeah. And and did you have a conversation about that? Give you some details about, um, you know, what they see because what they see is really, that's reality. Yeah. And they did. They said, mom, you're always on your phone. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm like looking at a recipe or I'm adding things to my grocery list or I'm responding to an email or I'm, you know, texting a family member and they don't see that. They just see mom's head down, phone in hand. Mm -hmm. So right there, I was like, okay, I need to be more present. Right. And what, what are the ages of the children that you went through this with? So I did it with my three youngest and they are 13, 10 and eight. Okay. And boys or girls? Both. Okay. And so who had the the most profound reaction to this? My daughter. Actually. And how old is she? My daughter. She's 10. Okay. She's 10. And she really realized that, oh, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be that person that's constantly sucked into their technology. And that's where they find their joy. And that's where they find their connection is through those video games. She's like, no, I want real life ones. So for her, it was really Mm eye-opening. Do you think she thought about this prior to going through conversation? Heavens no. (laughs) No. Wonderful. (laughs) And what about your uh, oldest? My oldest, he... He's very, um, I think he's very aware of being on tech. He doesn't love it. He 
he would rather be outside. So he's, I know he's a little unicorn, but he, he really would rather be outside. So he's like, oh yeah, if I don't have to be on my phone, I'm okay. Just give me a ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And the youngest? Um, he's kind of both, you know, where he could be really pacified if you put a, a tablet in front of him or, right. you know, if you gave him a ball and put him outside, he would be as equally pacified. So then it falls on me to make sure I'm guiding that attention mm-hmm. one way rather than the other. Right. The workshops are set up with pictures. Um, sometimes they're meaningful. Sometimes you don't know what they they are until you've gone through the entire workshop. There's typically a quote or a statistic. We send you to watch a sh- very short video. And then there's this section of guided conversation, guided questions. And it's back and forth. And really kind of that's where the magic happens that we found with families is this, the conversation, um, being able to answer the same question and talking to each other. Uh, did you, how did you find the guided conversations? Those were fascinating because you think you're having great conversations with your kids, but until you have a guided conversation in front of you, you realize most of those conversations you're having are in your head. You're really not having them out loud with your child, right? So the one that was the most impactful for us was a video where they did the three generations. They had grandma, then they had mom, then they had son or daughter. And they asked each one of them, what do you like to do for fun? That was so eye-opening. And it got emotional, you know, when grandma and mom were sharing these great stories. And yet when they watched their son or daughter be interviewed and they were saying, oh, I just live for my video games. I just love my video games. That's where I feel important and special. And that's where all my friends are, my connections. And these, you know, mom and grandma getting emotional, like, wow, we didn't realize that was your life. We didn't realize how much you depended on those. So having that, seeing that, and then asking my kids similar questions, that was so powerful. Your kids, you know, they grew up a little bit differently. Um, you had talked about you grew up on a on a farm. Now you've moved to toward the city or suburbs, and it's yeah. uh, not as much free space to play. Do you see them moving in that 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 direction? You know, towards towards less activity and more tech, just because it's it's available, it's easy, or that their friends are on it and they're getting pulled in that direction. Oh, one hundred percent. Yes, whenever there's nothing to do or nowhere to go, it's so easy to pick up a laptop or a phone and be completely pacified. Or when friends get together, that's what they do. They all pull out their own devices and start playing. And sometimes, you know, they are interactive games where you're playing each other, but everyone's face is down. You might be in the same room, breathing the same air, but you are not really interacting at all. Right. You know, one of the things throughout all of our research is um, there are a tremendous amount of detrimental effects of, of our, our kids spending so much time. They're being hijacked by these apps, these devices, the games. Um, they truly are addictive in nature. And if we look at the things that are addictive, you know, smoking, we don't allow kids to smoke. We don't allow them to gamble. We don't allow them to drink, but then we give them these apps and devices and pieces of technology 
with no supervision and say, here, go at it, have fun. And um, it is so easy to get sucked into this. I mean, we're seeing, we're losing a generation, generation that can't communicate. They have a hard time with face-to-face conversations. They can't think. You ask them a question and have them do some deep thought. The answers you get sometimes are, are scary. Um, they're unproductive. They're, they're being you know, really left behind. And they're not building those meaningful relationships you know, with, with other kids or within, with family members. And, um, you know, you may have you know, your sweet son or daughter and all of a sudden before you know it, you know, they're depressed and they're miserable and it can happen so quickly. We hear that so often from, from, from parents. I don't know what happened to my son or don't know what happened to my daughter. All of a sudden now they're spending all their time, all their waking moments on these devices and they're miserable. Yeah. So, my children did not realize that they were designed to be habit forming. They had no idea. It never crossed their minds. Just like mm-hmm. we teach them not to, you know, watch too much TV or eat too much junk food, whatever. It's no different for these. And they had no idea that they were forming addictions to this dependency. With the holidays just around the corner, I've put together something special for you, a nine-page holiday planner. This planner is for you if this time of year overwhelms you, or you want to be a good host and create good memories with your family, or you need help with time management and planning, or how about needing tips on how to gift wrap and sort without being detective, or be prepared so you can avoid overcrowded and picked over stores. If any of these resonate with you, then this planner is for you. Simply visit my Instagram page at barbiejo.hatch and find the link inside my bio. So, you know, we as parents, we talk to our kids about that stuff, you know, Uh, do as I say, not as I do. And um, they, they see that and... When they have somebody else, another authority, a book like this, and then they're watching a video and it's saying the same thing that you have said all along, it's really, it's kind of this reinforcement. It's the backup that, that parents need. You know, there's really, we talk about two types of audiences that we have for our, our um, system here for conversation. And it's for those parents that need that help, that support, that backup. You know, they're fighting the good fight, trying to keep their kids off tech as much as possible and using tech, you know, the way it should be as a tool, you know. So this is the backup that they need. And it gets their kids, you know, out and about looking around and seeing, yeah, I don't want to be like that. So that's one group. The other group that we're running into is the, where the kids are spending eight, 10 hours a day. You know, this is outside of school, outside of sleeping on these devices. And that's a harder road, but we're, we're getting to those families as well. Oh, I think it's incredible. And you're right. To have that reinforcement in this workbook is so powerful because, you know, whatever mom and dad says can be easily dismissed. Like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. But when you have somebody else saying it, or you have a book in your home that's talking about it, it does. It reinforces that. 
So I think it's so good. And this workbook is so attractive, even to like the young eye to just look through and look at the photos and wonder, huh, you know, why, why are we comparing this cucumber to this grape? What is this all about? And it intrigues them. So they want to find out more. It's great. So everything that we do within um, Conversation is in there to um, start a conversation. If it, if it doesn't start a conversation, it doesn't go into our, our book. Um, I have a really great team. Um, and one of the, the people that's helping me with the content um, was a school teacher for 29 years of fourth graders. She understands how they think, the questions that they ask. And if you, when you look at the guided conversation, you, you see how those questions are structured. It's not structured for a parent. It's structured for that, that 10, 12, 14-year-old. So they can they get the what what we're asking. So that's that's really really important. This our program the the workbook that you got is a series of eight workshops that you know we say you know do it over the course of a month, a couple per week, one on one, one parent, one child, you know, and that that you get that dynamic and you start building that that strengthening that relationship, and then after that each month. You will receive in the mail another workbook. You know that one has two workshops and, and additional content because this is it's, this is like a diet. You know you could do anything for thirty days, but if you go back and stop doing it after thirty days and you don't have that reinforcement, you go back to those old habits and you fall right back into the same trap. And the technology is not going away. If anything, it's getting more and more addictive um you know we we look at this and we say what are you know their their parents are, are often outsourcing this problem to others they say well the tech companies need to make it less addictive or the kids just to have to stop you know spending nearly as much time on it neither of those things are, are really ever going to happen so this is something that we have to address um and it's up to us as parents to do this we're the ones that buy this technology for them. We spend gobs of money on this stuff for our kids. So it really is, the ball is in our court. Oh, 100%. And even if you are one of those parents that doesn't buy these things necessarily for your child, I mean, how many times do you get a new cell phone? And are you properly disposing of the old cell phone or is it just kicking around the house somewhere and you don't know, but your child is using it and playing on it, maybe without you even knowing. So they have access. They have access. And you can buy all the apps and the software you want to block them, to kick them off, to limit their time, whatever. That's not, that's just a band-aid over a gaping wound. I think you really need to get to the heart of the problem, which I think this program does. And it opens up awareness, conversations, and solutions, which I think is Phenomenal. I think every parent needs to have this this workbook sitting on their coffee table. <laughs> From your lips. <laughs> Thank, you <for> that. <laughs> Thank you for that endorsement. Um, so within each workshop, which we didn't talk about, at the end of each workshop is a promise. And that promise is about how you both will use technology going forward. What was their reaction to that promise? It brought a smile to their faces. 
to, to have mom say, you know what? I promise you that before getting a new app or a new tech device, I promise to discuss with you how this will improve my life. And for them to realize, whoa, hey, wait, you're going to consider consulting with me first. I think meant a lot to them and it brought a huge smile to their face. And then when they saw me sign and I said, okay, now you sign, that just sealed the deal. And they were so excited. They were like, all right, I'm on board. So that was really cool. It's going to be very interesting for when it happens and they're going to hold your feet to the fire because they yeah. will, they don't forget. Yeah. You know, that, that one promise there, that's the first promise. Yeah. And it's the most basic getting kids to think about how is this device, how is this app, how is this piece of technology going to improve my life? And if they can't answer that question, why are they getting it? So it gets them thinking. And that's really, you know, our, our program here is about fostering conversations, building relationships, but ultimately, it's, we, we want thinking children. And that's really what we're about. And I love that. This truly does inspire the thought process. And it kind of gets them out of that robotic mode of just, you know, this is how we do things. This is how we play the game. This is how we enter the room. This is how we, you know, it gets them thinking independently, which I right. love. The other big thing, and it happens later on, I don't want to, um, you know, spoil alert, but in in the monthly workbooks, we what we try to do is we try to reinforce previous workshops, but we also try to get kids to get their heads up and out and recognize when they've seen something that they've learned. And when they start seeing like, oh my goodness, look at that kid over there doing that. It, 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 something gels in their brain and they don't want to be like that. And it gets them thinking about this over and over again. So some we have, we have games that we'll you know, play later on and things like that. So Very cool. Very exciting. That's great. And I will say it does bring awareness to the child because, you know, my kids will have come home from hanging out with friends or whatever and say, you know, that wasn't really fun. All they did was play on their phone the whole time. And that was so disappointing. So it's getting them aware. You're right. It's absolutely bringing awareness, which I love. Fantastic. Well, it's a conversation. Um, it's a word we made up. And hopefully someday it will be in the dictionary. But it's really <laughs> the, uh, the combination of two words, conversation and relationships. I love that. I think that is so powerful and a great word to add to our dictionary. Thank you so much for being with us today and for sharing this wonderful program, this product that can help enhance every family relationship. Tell us how we can find you or find your Conversation program. So you can find us a couple ways. You can go on our website and it's Conversation.com and I'll spell it. It's C-O-N-V-E-R-L-A-T-I-O-N.com or they can send me an email. And just send it to john at conversation.com. Perfect. Wonderful. Well, we will definitely attach all this information in the show notes because I think this is important and a wonderful product or a gift even to give any family member. So thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Barbie Joe. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out my website at barbiejoe.com. 
And if you liked this episode, you've got to subscribe. I'd love to have you join me. Bye for now.